The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to a new quick hitter from Full Core Press with Fanta and Adams. Our guest this week is NCAA Senior Vice President of Basketball, Dan Gavitt. We discussed if uniformity is possible in college athletics in the 2020-21 year. Plus, when will the NCAA know about fall sports and the possibility of those happening? And what will those exactly look like this fall? Dan Gavitt gives us a timeline on that and discusses the medical implications involved with coronavirus in college sports on a collision course as well. In a world where things are at the institutional level because of the different regional situations, what do you think is the key to keeping uniformity? Well, I'm not sure there is, you know, going to be able to be great uniformity, John. I mean, I, I think... I think that uh, we in the business recognize that right away, uh, that what is what we're used to in, in college athletics, and that is a common start date, you know, a common number of days of preparation for seasons to start and, and practice and the like, is probably highly unachievable at this point, if not even over the course of the next academic year and seasons. Um, it's, it seems to me almost a certainty that you're going to have disruption and interruption of uh, semesters or, or seasons for teams. And um, we can either, you know, be paralyzed by that and, and or try to achieve probably an unachievable common start and date and, and, and season schedule, or we can just be accepting of the fact that it is going to be somewhat uneven and unequal. and and try to move forward in the best way possible based on local, state, and regional authorities and public health officials' uh, guidelines. And Dan, you talk about all of this different information coming in, constantly changing. Um, could you just expand a little bit on what are the factors, the specific factors that are going into the decision from you and everybody you're working with on this of when college basketball can resume, whether that's on time or with some sort of an altered schedule than we're used to? Well, we're relying, Kim, on, on the NCA Medical Advisory Panel that um, has been engaged since late February um, that helped uh, the NCA staff and committees um, make very difficult decisions about the winter and spring championships. And they've been continuing to do their work. They're world-renowned kind of infectious disease and epidemiologists um, that um, are tracking on everything going on with the virus domestically and internationally. And um, they're advising NCA staff and committees and on, on protocols. Um, they've been very focused in supporting the conferences and institutions on how we get back to fall uh, sports activities and championships. But we're starting to transition into the winter, obviously, with basketball soon there to follow. And um, the medical guidance will, will, will drive much of the decision-making. Um, but it will also go back at some level to, to you know, institutional and conference decision-making as well. 
um, as it should, because um, there can be, you know, national guidelines and and, and um, medical advice that is provided, but um, not all areas of our country are, uh, you know, in the same situation. Uh, we see that state by state and and institution by institution because of that. Um, so I, I think we'll know more, you know, in in the summer and in, in July, I would say probably than we do right now. We're trying to take a very patient and measured approach to this because by the week we learn more and more about it, you know, based on what's going on in the sports industry um, with with uh, other events and leagues and the decisions they're making and how they're proceeding. Um, I think we learn more by the week and we'll know so much more in July to help make informed decisions that are responsible for college basketball. Sure. And we had Andy Katz on with us recently and we started talking a little bit about the implications of travel and not just the big holiday tournaments, the Maui Invitational Battle for Atlantis in the Bahamas. But even, you know, if John and I are broadcasting, we might be in South Orange, New Jersey at Seton Hall on a Friday and out at Creighton in Omaha on a Sunday. Um, So just how have those discussions been going when it comes to travel? And do you think that that could affect changes to scheduling? Yeah, it certainly could, uh, especially, I think, in, in non-conference play. And I think we're already seeing in fall sports um, a move towards more regionalized travel and flexibility in, in that scheduling um, to allow for uh, more bus trips and, and fewer plane trips and the like. I think once you get into conference play in January and February in college basketball in particular, that gets more challenging because, as as you just noted with one example, it's um, we have leagues that are very widely distributed uh, throughout our country, and so uh, I think that the the hope is that we'll you know we'll be able to um, do that in a more safe way than than we may be able to right now, um, you know through airline and charter flights and um, but but we're going to have to be nimble about it and and creative because if that is not the case then. Um, you know, we're going to have to reimagine ways to get as much of the season in in a more uh, regionalized and localized way. We hope you listen to the full conversation with Dan Gavitt. Check out Full Core Press with Fans and Adams every Tuesday from Pure Hoops Media.